Hey, welcome to Summer Camp Programming Podcast. I'm Kurt. And I'm Chris. And today we are talking about... Uh, you explain That's a great it, description. That was a great description. <laughs> we have decided this is called some kind of time fillers. Some and so of. fixed time fillers or just things that are there that really don't fit into any other category, but it's there so that when kids need something to do, they can just go and do this. And they don't it doesn't need staff to run it. It doesn't need really any oversight. It's just there. It's already set up, ready to go and yeah, I think the best example you had was while you're uh, the the kids are doing maybe a ropes element or they're getting mm-hmm. for high ropes and something. There's some kids that are just standing around doing nothing, just kind of waiting their turn, and having a not an activity or yeah, I guess an activity. Usually, some kind of fixed structure or something like that, like a giant Connect Four, would be something we'd be talking about. So it's something yeah. that doesn't require supervision and can be done kind of at a drop of a hat. It's like going out to recess, right? When you're in school, you go out to recess and there's Foursquare and there's a tetherball and stuff like yeah. that. There's swings, right? So there's things that things okay, to do. We, we have time, go and, go and play, and it doesn't require the counselor to actually run stuff. So this is this was Chris's idea because he has a lot of these things I at do. camp. And I was a little confused at first, so my list isn't really... I'm not going to have as much to... I explained it so well to you on the phone, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, right. (laughs) I'm not going to have as much to offer this episode. But here are the things that you're doing. I have no idea what these things are, so I'm really interested to hear about it. Yeah, so one of the things we have, um, we just have this giant wooden xylophone that we made out of two-by-fours, and we have a ton of those around here at camp, old two-by-fours, the treated lumber, so it can sit outside. And it's just this huge wooden xylophone. I don't remember where I saw that, wherever it was at. They had like a a mallet kind of hammer to hit with. Um, I didn't have one of those, but I did have a a metal spoon that works perfectly, makes a nice big loud clang, and then it just sits there. And it's, it's near our Gaga ball pit. And so when the kiddos get out or whatever, this is, is I, I am very much ADHD myself. And so kind of all of this stuff is the, oh, I can't just sit here and wait patiently. I'm going to run and do something else too kind of stuff. And so that was this idea. And so the kids will go and they'll just sit there and you can hear it kind of throughout the top of camp. You hear the little wooden xylophone being played. But it just kind of adds a little something. It's really easy to make. And well, cool. I, I do know some camps have music walls, mm-hmm. and I so they have that. like yeah. the xylophone and a bunch of you know pots, pans, and different kind of uh, noise makers. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's that is exactly what that would be yeah. for. Is just kind of go in there, and I, I've always you know thought that that would be a great thing to have at camp. It's just mm-hmm. this music wall where you can make a bunch of sounds and stuff like that. So yeah, I love that idea. And then honestly. Uh, we also have. Uh, you want me to just keep going here? Is that my plan? Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I go on the next one, and then uh, uh, I'll, you I'll might have a couple. Jump in for yeah. The we also have it's in the same spot. It's kind of near our our Gaga Ball Pit and our Fire Pit and and Swing Set area. It's a uh, it's called I think it's called the Hook and String Game. So it's a really they really got creative with the name of the <laughs> the game. But all it is is there is. Um, Sticking out kind of like a long flagpole, and I ended up using a flagpole. 
whatever that thing is that you like screw into the side of the building and to put a flagpole in the flagpole mm. holder. Right. Got those from like Menards, and then I got a dowel rod, so I got the flagpole, and then at the tip of it, the very end, um, there's a string that hangs down with a little round O-ring, and then on the wall that the flagpole holder is attached to is a hook, and so you just sit there and you, you kind of have to slowly kind of throw the hook or throw the O-ring and try and get it to latch onto the hook and hang there. Um, and it's 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 not super simple. You can't just chuck it. You you kind of have to go slow, nice, smooth huh. um, things. These are actually, I, apparently when I look these up on Pinterest, they're in a lot of bars. So this might be a bar game kind of thing. And everywhere I saw it, it would be like next to the dartboard or something at a bar. But yeah, and it just, so we have four of those and the kids will all, the, they kind of all stand around and and they're quiet. It makes the kids quiet because they're so concentrated and focused on trying to get that little O-ring to land on the hook. It helps. I like that. I like that. One of the things I was thinking of is, I, I guess just if you're if you're near the your cabin or something, um, just to have the kids create a welcome sign with like rocks, oh. right? Or to decorate maybe the outside with pine cones or something that they could just find. And maybe the person who comes to inspect the cabins will be like, oh, mm-hmm. cool, I'll give you a, an extra point or something yeah. for that. So that's something that doesn't need supervision, and you could just be like, oh, we've got some extra time. Go and do this. Mm-hmm. Make it look pretty. Make like it look that. pretty. I like that. Um, we have also, in the center of our field, we have a... Um, I call it the human sundial, which is, works best. And I just I went out and bought some um, concrete blocks um, for about a dollar each. And I... I sat there and figured out. So I put one big block and I painted on it, stand here. And then throughout one day, I went and stood on that block and, and just kind of stood there to see, okay, it's seven o'clock. Where does the seven o'clock mark hit? Okay, now it's eight o'clock. Where does the eight o'clock mark hit? And just set out these other blocks and then we painted the numbers on them. And it's very, very simple. There's It doesn't take, I mean, the kids don't spend a whole lot of time here, but the kids will go and stand on the blocks and be like, oh, it's it's between the five and the six. It must be around 5.30. Huh. And and so it's kind of neat that and there's a little education in that, but the, cool. the only upkeep I have with that has been weeding around it because we kind of we put the blocks in and we put them level so that we our maintenance guy can mow over them, but then the weeds still kind of start to come up and over. Right. So every right. now and then we have to really weed around them really big so they they do well. So if you had like gravel or a mulch pit or something, you could put them and that would work too, and then you don't have to worry about the the grass. Huh. That's cool. What's uh? What's the so, next one? Death ball. <laughs> this is that is. So I learned this from the Boy Scout camp when I was uh, the director there, and one of the guys came up with this. So this may be his very own creation, his name of death ball. Um, I've tried googling it, I cannot find it anywhere. But what it is is you take one of the little uh, kind of plasticky balls you find at Walmart. Like they have the big ones used for nine square. This is a smaller one, and you put a basketball net. So you put it inside a basketball net. And you tie off the end so it's, it's caged in there. And then you use like paracord, but bungee paracord. And you tie it each, each side of it. So now you, you got your ball in the middle. And then going out about six feet on one side is this bungee paracord. Going out six feet on the other side is other bungee paracord. And the goal is you each hold the side. And you have to move the death ball between you without getting hit. If you get hit, you're out. And so you're trying to throw it, you're trying to like do different things, but you have to hold that paracord the whole time. So you're bouncing it back and forth and dodging and weaving. And then we have a rule to, if you let go of the paracord, because that if it does come back and slap you, that hurts, that you're out automatically, 
plus you're out the next time it's your turn. So then that way it kind of really forces that, oh, I don't want to let go of this because I'm going to be out two times and miss my turn. Which is a two-person game. It does. You kind of almost have to say, hey, here's the boundaries of it because they will go all over the field. I mean, if you just let them go, they will be all over the field trying to dodge each other and running and going back and forth. But it just it starts bouncing back and forth between you. And you're you're moving your belly and moving your side, trying not to get hit. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, cool. We just we just set those out with our other like frisbees and and footballs and stuff. The death ball sits out there as a little thing you can just grab and play. So there's no uh, YouTube videos to show that. I there I think I might have one, and I know I'll have to look because I think I might have one somewhere. I'll post. Um, and put in the show notes if I can find it. But yeah, I have searched. No one else has ever played this game as far as I know, um, which is weird because I, I feel like somebody somewhere has done something like this, but I don't know what to search either because we've always, the Boy Scouts called it Death Ball. And so <laughs> if, when you look up Death Ball, it's not that. <laughs> so. Right, right. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, so my next one would be uh, to set up some kind of minute to win it type of activities. What I imagine is, you know, the water bottle flip mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and trying. So if you have, you know, maybe four or five water bottles that are half filled or three quarters filled or whatever, just sitting out on a table, then that's something the, the kids could just go and be like, hey, I'm going to try to flip the water bottle. There's There are other games like the minute to win it game where you have to blow the ping pong balls on this table and you have to blow them into a horseshoe. And the horseshoes are, there's three horseshoes and they're fixed to the table. And the table is at a slight incline. So if you were to do something like that, kind of set up these tables and ping pong balls, and then maybe have like a fixed timer and the kids mm-hmm. could just hit, oh, 60 seconds and yeah. try it and see how long it takes them. But things like that would be cool if you, if you were to set up maybe a minute to win it station or area that the kids mm-hmm. could just go in and be like, Oh, I'm going to challenge myself or challenge somebody else. Yeah. You said that bottle flip. I actually, when I was at nationals, I bought a bunch of the, it's from bottle bullseye and it's a bunch of bottles. And then they're little, they're poly spots, but they're, they're uh, engraved with a target and points. And it talks uh-huh. about, and it even has, um, you know, if you land like the bottle normally with the bottom side down, you get this many points, but if you land it on the lid, you get this many points. And so you have more points to land on the lid. And yeah, I bought a ton of them because we do, we just set them out and around. Oh, and, perfect. And kiddos will play that. So well, and they like enterprising it. for that, that company that came up. There's like, Hey, this is big. Yeah. Let's, let's <laughs> yeah. capitalize on this. They sold a box to me. I don't, I don't remember having this <laughs> box, but I bought them all. They were good. Thermoplastic playground. Have you ever heard of these? No, it sounds very Star Wars-y. I, yeah, I, and I saw this on Pinterest years ago, and I love it. And we have some I think Boba Fett played this. Yeah, yeah, I think he did. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's exactly what it is. <laughs> but it is just, um, so you have a concrete pad, or you have an area, and you just paint different things to do. So there's like, it may say, you know, hop from here to here. And so you have this line, you have to hop. And then it, it shows a weave and it says run. And you got to run in this little weaving pattern. And so they, they draw out like this kind of map on the concrete. You paint out this giant map and you do different things. Skip from this line to this line or hop back and forth here. And so it's just a colorful kind of commands written down or painted down on this concrete. So this whole concrete pad is painted 
um, to just be one giant map of to-do kind of things. It's called a thermoplastic playground. So if you Google it, oh my goodness, there is gobs and gobs of great ideas out there um, for these. And a lot of these, I've seen these at schools and different things out, out at recess that they just paint the stuff on the ground and kids will just line up and do it. Like, oh, I gotta, I gotta hop here, I gotta roll here, I gotta jump, I gotta crawl. Really? So, and, so it's just an exercise thing and the kids much. are lining yeah. up to do this? Kids are lining up to <laughs> Now, this is definitely a younger kid, so this might be great for, like, a day camp or something or your younger kiddos. Um, I don't see the 15-year-olds lining up a whole lot. They're, that's is not their thing. But Interesting. Um, I, I remember going to – this is years ago, and I was at the Parks and Recreation Conference exhibit hall. And they had this big game that was electronic, and you would play against somebody, and it was supposed to be like put in parks and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And the buttons would light up, and you would hit oh, the button. Yeah. Do you remember that? I've Have seen, seen those. That? Yeah, yeah. The RC yeah. has one. <laughs> okay, that that would. I mean, I I imagine it's very very expensive, but yeah, yeah. I don't know why it kind of remind me where you're kind of getting your exercise, your activity, it's right? And I I remember watching one. these uh, two people do it. These two adults. And it was a quick, you know, two minute game, but they were they were out of breath. <laughs> they mm-hmm. were like, uh, "Oh my goodness!" <laughs> but they yeah. had a lot of fun. So, well, yeah, it worked because like cool. our kiddos, even I mean, where it's at at our zoo is right across from the lions, and our kiddos are playing the game instead of looking at the lions. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's, that's the tracks. <laughs> like children, there's like a live animal over here. Nope, no, we're playing the light game. We're gonna. <laughs> that's right. I <laughs> oh, love it. Uh, well, giant games are always fun, too. Like, we have a, a giant Connect Four. Um, it's out by our crate stacking. It helps while you're waiting your turn for crate stacking. You and a partner can play Connect Four. Or I've seen giant checkers. Um, giant Jenga is very, very popular. Yep. All these giant games. In fact, there's a camp not far from me, um, Camp Carney. And they he is a, this amazing woodworker. And I he think he's rebuilt every board game giant size so he has a giant trouble giant hungry hippos giant bat i mean it's just incredible even that labyrinth game with the marble that you have to go through and not fall through the hole yeah yeah and he just has this whole area at his camp where all of these just kind of sit out and you just go and you play the giant games and that is so cool that's cool i think uh just rock skipping if you've got a lake or you know some body of water the kids can grab some rocks and skip them as many times as they can and that's always a fun thing to do it doesn't take any special equipment just go out there and skip those rocks there you know there's so many children that don't know how to skip rocks nowadays either it always depresses me like when i would take my class out uh when i was a teacher we'd go to this place had a lake and i'm sitting there skipping like how do you do that like it's magic (laughs) i'm like how have you never skipped a rock? Like that's a- well, that and and we had talked about this before, but kids don't know, or a lot of adults don't know how to throw a frisbee. Yeah, <laughs> it amazes have me. To have a lesson, like <laughs> um, box hockey. Have you have you seen box hockey before? I uh, just the way you you've talked about it. Okay, uh, yeah. something about like their feet or. So it's it's a large. I mean, the ones we have here are just a four by eight sheet of plywood. Um, with with their size and then you put kind of two by fours across them where there would be a hole in the two by four and so there's maybe four or six two by fours kind of sectioning off the box hockey and your goal is to get from you to get through the other person's goal 
And so there's just little tiny um, holes in them that a puck would fit through. Um, and the way we do it, I know these are the official camp good news rules. I don't know if there's official rules out there, but we play, you get one hit each. So I would take my turn hitting the puck and then you would get your turn. So we don't just sit there and fight like a hockey game. How are, how are you hitting the puck though? So you have sticks, you have hockey sticks. Oh, you have sticks. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. And so, yeah, I mean, you could use feet. One, one camp I went to, I saw they just, it almost looked like just broom handles. And so like, huh. they didn't have anything on the end. It was just like a, a long dowel rod almost. And I, I, I don't know if that's easier or harder or. If that, so this this box is on the ground. It's not on a sits table. On the ground. Yeah, no, gotcha. it sits on the ground, and then you can, and it's big enough you can walk on it and stuff too. And and you hope that your when you hit your puck, it goes through one of the holes to get closer to your opponent's side. Right. And then it that it bounces in such a way that it makes them hard to get back through that hole, so they can get to your side. Oh. And so you try and try and move it in such a way and bounce it off and. And the holes aren't perfectly straight. Like you can't hit from your goal straight into the other goal. They they the holes are in different spots on the on each of the two by fours going across. Right. So, um, I just built this one recently. I, I wooden maze game. I had seen it on Pinterest, and it's two smaller boards. I guess they're about two feet wide by about four feet tall, and they're they're attached to the top, so they stand at an A frame. And then I drilled all these holes in it, and then I drew a line to kind of here's the path you're supposed to go. And your goal is to get your golf ball through the path all the way through without falling through a hole. But the way it works is you have a little um, board that's holding the golf ball, and it's attached to two strings that go up to the top of the A-frame and then come out to handles. And so you can only pull these handles to move your golf ball. And so as you pull it up, you know, you pull your right handle a little bit more to go right. You pull your left hand a little bit more. They both have to go the same to go up. And then it follows this, this path so it doesn't fall in the hole. Um, and it's another one. In fact, we had it out at the Ignite retreat um, that we had our all-nighter all the other night. And the kids were playing on it the whole time. They would each sit there and kind of like, okay, I'm going to do this and try and get all. And one side is definitely easier than the other. And it, you know, it says that this is the easy side. This is the hard side. But, so it's kind of like that labyrinth. I mean, the idea is the same. Yeah, it's just a it's a vertical one. That's I'm I'm having a hard time like visualizing it, but I think yeah, it'd be I cool. Have to see, I, it probably has a better name than wooden puzzle game, but right. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the things I thought would you know we this is something that we would do when we had some free time, uh, but you can have campers do this on their own is just have a a smaller soccer goal set up and just do shoot off oh yeah yeah so when we did it we'd always have the counselor as the goalie and the campers would try to score from them you know off them but you could just have that set up and Mm -hmm. campers can do it on their own oh yeah well uh, kids love soccer too when it's easy like that like we have the giant soccer field no one wants to run around that giant soccer field a whole lot um, I was at Lake and Camp this last year, and they have a game. They call it Sockta-Ball, and they noticed some campers were playing soccer inside a Gaga ball pit. And uh, it was three on three, and the way it would work is you picked one, whatever, one side, one uh, area of the Gaga ball pit on each side. This is the goal, and then whoever hits the goal, you get to stay in the game. The other three go out, and the next three kids come in. Nice. Uh, and th- they ended up, they ended up making official ball arenas that had a goal instead That's of just. That's awesome. Uh, and it's so cool. So I want to build a couple of those to have out here. But yeah, ball was pretty cool. And, I, and that was another one thing. You, if you Google Lake Ann and ball you will find that and see that. But well, you we, have Gaga ball, right? 
We do have Gaga Ball, yep. So you can do that. Yeah, ours isn't very... We built a smaller one. We didn't build it quite to size because of the area we had, and and we don't get a whole ton of kiddos, so we built ours a little bit smaller. Gotcha. um, Because we're going to be changing some things up on our field this next year and getting rid of the soccer field, I want to create a couple different things. I want to do that, and then I also want to do foot billiards. So it's like a, a pool table on the ground and you kick the pool balls around. Yep. yep so you yep. have it set up just like, I mean, you're kicking it like soccer, but it's a giant pool table that you would kick. So that's my goal to change that out. You know, there's also the, you've seen the soccer golf, right? Yes. Yeah. And I love that Lake End camp had that too. I really would love to, put, we just don't have enough flat land at our camp to really make that work. Well, we're, I thought, we're so yeah, I thought it was, it was, Oh, enough flatland. I was going to say, yeah, because you said it was all flathers except for like a drop off, right? Yeah, that's our problem. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, hey, this is a par 12 because you're going to be going down the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> you, you look around, there's just a bunch of soccer balls yeah. down there. <laughs> so it would be, and then bottom of the cliff is the creek, too. So then they're going down the creek. <laughs> yeah, so I probably won't, at least I won't be able to do a full nine hole or 18 hole course but right i can get a couple I, that's our same problem with frisbee golf frisbee golf is another great activity kiddos can kind of go and do but we just don't have the land for it to without it going over the cliff so. well i find that i did work at one camp that had i want to say nine holes i don't think they had the full 18 they have the space for it though but even with nine holes the kids after like whole three were just like, we're, we're done. <laughs> yeah. well, and I've seen that too with kids, but like recently here in the Midwest, at least college age, this oh, is yeah. what they do. Different. It is huge. I mean, we have, even in our town, we have two official courses that they yeah. go and play on. I'm like, this is nuts. Uh, do you um, have nine square? We do have nine square. Yep. We have nine square in the air. Do you find um, that the kids will just do that do. on their own? Yeah. They, yeah, and to the one. point where we actually, um, we have to move it cause it's near our boy, boys bathhouse. And so at night when they're supposed to be showering and getting ready for bed and heading to bed, I'm constantly going out there and kicking them off the nine square court, <laughs> like go to bed. Really? How are they getting a they, ball? But, cause it sits out. It, it's one of those things that we well, leave sitting out. So maybe we don't have to. Shouldn't let the I know, ball but, sit out. But then I got to I got to bring it out every morning and take it away every night. A ball, one ball yeah. is not hard. Uh, to do. <laughs> if I can just get my counselors to go, "Hey, we're not playing this." Then I'd be okay. <laughs> I wouldn't have to worry about it. But I set out the candy. Yes. And the kids eat it, but if my counselors uh, were just to say, "Don't oh, eat boy. the candy." <laughs> they would be fine. They're with their counselors. They should be going straight to the bathroom and to bed. I I, I agree. I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> so, we'll just have to move it. It's in a weird spot anyway. It was there was shade there, and that's what we wanted when we were playing it cuz otherwise you stare up to hit the ball and you're glaring at sun. Well, fair enough. Um, fair enough. Some I, I've been to some camps. A lot of their game room is outside too, just kind of sitting around like ping pong and carpet ball and things like that. They kind of made some outdoor equipment. But I saw, and I really want this so bad, is a it's either three person or six person ping pong, and so it's instead of a square table, it's round, and oh. then they they've divvied up lines and and kind of made it like a pizza with the nets going across, <laughs> right. Ooh, and pizza. so you're playing with more more people and you have to hit over more nets and things like that. Huh. Just adds to it, so it's not such a just a normal ping pong game. It's more campy. That's cool. Have you ever, have you ever played? Kind of going off tangent here, but have you ever played 
capture the flag with four areas instead of two. Yes, yeah. I haven't, I haven't, but oh, I would love to, and I, it looks it's great. It's so much better. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it, even with normal capture flags, sometimes like, oh my goodness, this is just, it's taking forever. With that, it's it's very fast paced. Everyone's yeah. moving everywhere, and, and you're like, wait, whose team am I? <laughs> you're trying to figure it all out. Where am I at? But I love that. That's Way cool. What, what about the four way uh, tug of war? Four way, t- it's okay. It's more of a. I feel like there's more steals, um, yeah, steal matches because yeah. you're you don't have quite the. You almost have to team up with another team. Right. And let's let's both pull this way and get them out, and then we'll go to each other. And then you guys don't have carpet ball, right? We do. Yeah, we have oh, you one. Do. Is yeah, we popular? have one carpet ball, ish. Um, not as what it not what it used to be. Carpet balls at camp used to be the thing, and they're not anymore. We actually, I'm trying to build. I saw at a camp in uh, Forest Springs camp, they used an old like playground tube, like a, the 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 one that that's just uh, like a macaroni shaped tube, uh-huh. and so it's side by side carpet ball, and so you roll it, it goes through the tube and comes to oh, the person wow. standing right next to you. And so it's a lot harder and neater, but I haven't built it yet. But I'm like, that would be cool. What about uh, the shuffleboard? That's I we don't have one of those. I did see one online for a hundred bucks, and I should have bought it because that oh. was really cheap. <laughs> so our our game room isn't super huge, and so the stuff we have in there, it's like, all right, we're kind of spaced out, maxed out on our space. And, right, right. Yeah. I always thought um, also if having crafts. Maybe uh, and and when I say crafts, I mean like friendship bracelets, mm-hmm. things that the campers can just do as they're walking or while they're waiting. Uh, our camps, I mean, if there was some waiting going on, especially the girls, they would pull out their friendship bracelets oh, and yeah. start working, or their lanyards, yeah. or boondoggles. The, the boys, <laughs> boondoggles, yeah, the boys yeah. Uh, enjoy doing those more. Not to get gender specific, you know, there's always carryover from each one, mm-hmm. but that's just the trend I saw. And but just to have the plastic lacing and you know the thread to do these activities, if you just had a box at maybe at a different activity areas. And be like, okay, and the counselor, you know, there would be scissors in there. You cut mm-hmm. some off and let them go to town. Yeah, yeah, that would work. We've even, I say, because we sell those in our craft room, and kids will buy them and stuff. And we've also we right. started putting them in our camp store too, so they can like, oh, I'm not going, like, I'm just going to get a new one here in the camp store and and go to town on it there. Yeah, but, if you're yeah. selling, I guess that wouldn't work just to have them them nah. out there. But all right, so what else? Uh, you have anything else? Uh, one more that I, I was thinking of, um, Frisbee challenge is, is what I call it, but it's another one of those. It's a little, um, just kind of a board that sits out and it's got three slats in it that a Frisbee could fit through. One of them's a lot oh. bigger Then there's kind of a medium sized one and a really skinny one that, I mean, you have to be right on target to get it. And then there's just points there. So like the, the little skinny one might be a thousand points and the big one's only a hundred or something like that. And so while kids are throwing frisbees, this, this is just sitting out in the field that they can. Oh, let's chuck it through the, the frisbee challenge and try and you know. And if they work it right, the smart kids have figured this out. They'll stand on each side of it, and so they throw one frisbee through, and then the kid picks it up and he throws it back through. So it's like they're playing frisbee but getting points while doing it, kind of thing. And it's kind of like your bags or your cornhole or your right. your uh, washers or horseshoe. Um, it's just frisbees. So. so that's what I was going to say, too, is is uh, having cornhole would be mm-hmm. an easy thing to have set out yeah. to do. With the horseshoes, I'm always a little iffy mm-hmm. on. 
And then what was the other one you had mentioned? Cornhole oh, the thing. washers. The washers. washers. Yeah. That, that's Same thing with washers. About. They're yeah. so small, too, that like, oh, we're going to be mowing over that later. Oh, but. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I've seen them in like boxes that you just yeah. take the box away. Yeah. Uh, but then but, that, that does require a counselor to kind of be out there making sure. Yeah, you need, right, your program person needs to do some more work, it sounds like. Yeah. You should be setting stuff up every day. <laughs> well, no, I'm thinking about the kids are all out there playing, and if they leave, you, we have to search for the little washers because the kids ah, didn't gotcha. come back. That makes sense. So, where if you had something bigger like bags, like, oh, here's the bags. They're not super hard to find. But. I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, cool. Yeah, those are some great ideas that I hadn't even really thought about. The These small programs, as you mm-hmm. say. Uh, that are kind of time fillers for people waiting. It's not really been on my radar. It's not something that I'm like, oh, I got to put this on the programming mm-hmm. thing. And so thinking about this is is really good. It gives me a lot of great ideas. And so my question of the week for you, sir, Ooh. what is your favorite science experiment to do with campers? Oh, now we have two that we do with our mad science program. Um, we have the air cannons that I love. They build little ones out of the cups, and then we build a giant one out of a garbage can. Oh wow! Um, and we fill it full of um, the fake fog or whatever, so they can see the O ring flying through, cool. which they like. So that one's a fun one, and they they love kind of making their own and then shooting the giant cannon. Uh, and then we also make oobleck. Have you ever made oobleck? Yeah, yeah. And we talk about the properties where it's a solid and a liquid. And last year with our day camp, we made enough oobleck um, to fill like a small swimming pool so they could walk on it. And they thought that was the greatest thing on the face of the planet. <laughs> so, wow. And so see. doing that, it, it it works out the right consistency where they could walk in a kiddie pool on top yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, it's just so hard to stir. Right. Because it thickens when you move faster. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> this is the worst thing ever to mix. Mine is uh, elephant toothpaste. Oh, love do you it. Do, uh, yes, yes, elephant toothpaste. Because it's so visually satisfying to see this. <laughs> do you have you ever got the the good stuff, the good acid or whatever, so it shoots out? No, it like no, it did shoot. I mean. Unless we're the the Diet Coke and Mentos, yeah. that's the, the, well, that shoots. I've, I've but. seen whatever you can get for the elephant toothpaste. What I can't think of what it is right now. Um, but you can buy a like scientific grade of that thing. Oh, okay. And it, I mean, you do have to have your kids stand back a lot more, but it'll shoot up like the Diet Coke and Mentos. It'll just fly through the air. Oh wow! So, <laughs> we yeah, have not it, done that. I would like to. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like fun. Okay, so I think that's it. I think that's what we got. Our small programming. Our small programming. So next week, we are talking about planning for inclement weather. Um, and we have a guest. We have we have Cricket that's going yeah. to be joining we us. We have a Cricket talking about weather. <laughs> cricket snaring. Uh, <laughs> and she's got a lot of experience with camps. Uh, it should be a fun episode. And we've talked about rainy day activity and stuff. Mm-hmm. This is kind of how to plan for it um, and what you should you shouldn't be doing it last minute you know like so many of us have done oh it's raining what do we do now what yeah now what exactly (laughs) or oh the weather is really hot and we need to keep the kids inside what what can we do so that's next week make sure you uh join us awesome sounds good well from around the campfire this has been chris and kurt thanks for listening 